0: <laughs> of course. <clears throat> What's up? Looking for a place to set it? Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want it face down or face up. I don't remember. That's almost like a new iHome right there. You just get a port. You know, wire the cord through there. It's actually true. Yeah, cause wait, don't yeah, don't even. Uh, do I, iPhones have this stuff on top, or is it all on the bottom? No, it's on the it's bottom. on the bottom. Yeah, you're right. The headphone port's on top, though. Uh, yeah. The headphone port for iPod is on the bottom. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't used mine in a while. Uh, I've been letting my girls use it while I've got the Sirius Radio right now. So once that... Once I... Lose my free subscription to that, then I'll switch back over to using my iPod in my car. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Is that like does that, have, is that the register down there for what
1: yeah. you picking up? Okay. So yeah. where do
0: we kind of want that to to ping? We just want it to ping. To ping it all. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, as long as you're t- kind of talking at it, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. I don't like talking at it. It makes weird faces at me. So it doesn't even register when you talk. Yeah. Why well, is that? That's because I was talking about it. I was talking crap about it. It doesn't like to listen to me. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, doesn't move at all when you're talking. Um, but, uh, you know, welcome back to Andy Brothers. Uh, yes, Indie Brothers. Yes, Indy Brothers. Probably you don't remember what that is, but we're here, so deal with it. The number... W- America's favorite lunchtime podcast. Yeah taken lightly <laughs> so uh so yeah what were we saying about parks, parks and rec, and rec. <laughs> yeah well i was i was just saying you know i uh me and bailey started watching it and uh, she's she's done all the watching i've just been there for the i've probably watched like maybe 20 episodes total and she's watched all of them so are you like in the room when she's watching the others at least or are you just sometimes like, no <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's a lot of stuff that i missed Oh, okay. Like it was shocking all of a sudden when like I came in the room and like Andy and April were like married. I was like, what? <laughs> um, but uh, I you would voluntarily miss part of that show. It's so good. Yeah, it's fun. Like I leave the room when Lex wants to watch like Gilmore Girls or something. And I'm like, okay, computer time. But Parks and Rec, I'm, I'm there on my laptop (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah no I mean it's good but unfortunately Bailey likes to watch it and she doesn't like waiting for me so but that's fine I have other shows that I can watch without waiting for her so like Daredevil? I watched Daredevil yeah I watched uh, I've been going through all of Star Wars Clone Wars oh yeah Yeah, I watched another one of those the other day, like, because Saturday's my day to get up, like, with the girls, and, uh, so I got up in the morning, and I watched, like, a couple episodes while eating my cereal. Yeah. Isn't it pretty decent? I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shoot. I'll, I'll digest anything Star Wars, pretty much. I just, they can be like, oh, here's Luke Skywalker pooping into a pan and frying it, and I'd be like, ah, Star Wars. It's not funny. You can find that video on YouTube. Yeah, um, I was talking about a real video, I was... <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, going back to, uh... a lot of hits. Going back to Parks and Rec, though, so I was getting ready to tell you, though, because I, yeah, obviously, my favorite character is Ron. Yeah. And I think everybody's favorite character is Ron. So, well, yeah, he's mine, for sure. I mean, I don't know anybody who's like, Tom is my favorite character. Leslie Nova is Alexis' favorite character. She's just not even that funny. Nothing she does is that funny. Yeah. I mean, I like Leslie. Like, Leslie's my second favorite character, but she's not funny. Nah, yeah. I mean, Ron Swanson is the best character. Just everything he does is gold. There are literally some moments where I was like, this character was literally written to make me laugh. Like, I was getting ready to tell you about, um, there was a scene where, you know, Ron is talking and then all of a sudden he's like, oh no. And Leslie's like, what? And he's like, Tammy 1 is here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> and Leslie's like, what? And uh, and he's like, Leslie, I have 221 vacation days saved up. I'm using them all starting now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and just, like, like, yeah. And he goes off the grid. Yeah. But the best part is... As he's like, walk with me, and so they walk, and he like grabs something like off the shoe shine, the shoe shine stand. It's like I don't even know what it is. it's like a crank or something. And he walks over and he turns to Leslie and he like slams it into the wall, and he uses it to like, oh, get yeah. a leg up to the vent to pull his bug out bag out of the vent before he leaves. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I was, like, oh my god, that is the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's the best. Have you come across his, like, kind of twin character, but, like, opposite? No, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> oh. That sounds like it would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny, because it's like, at first they're like, oh, we're just like each other. Like, they're both, like, just, like, really craftsmany type men that, I don't know, they have a lot of similarities. And then just all of a sudden it's like, he's vegan. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so obviously, Ron's like, "Yeah." <laughs> What's funny is, um, I don't know, just just the character in general is is so funny. Um, I think one of my favorite things too is like when Chris gets him to go do yoga with him, and, or meditate, and he yeah. going to meditate for six hours. He's like, "How was it?" And he's like, "I'm not gonna lie, I didn't do anything." <laughs> and he's like, "What?" I just didn't think. <laughs> and he's like, I've been trying that forever. How did you do it? And he's like, I just didn't try. <laughs> yeah. And he just stands there for six hours. I know doing exactly uh, what, like, he's <laughs> supposed to be doing, basically, but not doing it. Uh, and then one of my other favorite things, too, is, so in that Tammy episode when... And that, you know, Leslie gets, like, his mother to, like, come and get the old Ron back when Tammy, like, sucks Ron. And he, or wait, he doesn't shave the mustache. But he kind of becomes domesticated again or whatever. Yeah. And. Whipped. Yeah. And Leslie uh, gets Ron's mom to come and get him out of it. And so they're going to have, like, the drinking contest to see who gets to keep Ron. Oh, Yeah. And, like, Leslie's like, well, screw this. I'm in this, too, because, you know, if Ron's going to go home with his mother or go with Tammy, then I'm going to keep him at the parks. And so they're all drinking, and she's still like, Bleh. Leslie's, like, just totally out of it. And then April's like, no, screw this. We're doing the tag team thing. And she takes one drink, and she's like, <laughs> oh, what is this stuff? <laughs> and then the best part is that when Ron's like, enough. And he grabs the jug, and he chugs it. He like, <laughs> Maybe this is just me, but the visual humor of him like grabbing the moonshine jar, like placing it on his shoulder like you was supposed to, on your elbow, and he just chugs the whole bottle down. It is like comically funny how long it takes him to chug it, and he puts it down, and he's like, I'm staying here. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just hilarious. Uh, I can't remember that episode. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, April's friend, like Ori or Orrin or whatever, he's such a weirdo, like the goth guy everything he does is so creepy. Yeah. Um, the other character I... Well, it's funny because Bailey can't stand him, but I actually think he's kind of funny. Is uh, uh, Jean-Ralphio. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, him and his sister are both funny. <laughs> I, I kind of think he's... I get a kick out of it. He's funny. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny because I haven't seen that much of the show, but I feel like I've seen enough that... Yeah, that's a good one. Did you ever watch Community? I watched a little bit, and then it was like, off the air, on the air, off the air, on the air, off the air, on the air. Yeah. I feel like they have another season out that I haven't seen because they only did it online somewhere that I've got to go track yeah, down. Yeah, they did the last season online. Yeah, so i got to go did, find that. Um, how many episodes, do you know uh, Richard Iowade? Iowade. Uh There's like the black British dude. British dude maybe he doesn't have a British accent on the show. I haven't I haven't seen him in it but I, he has like writing credits on the show and I hear that he's in it in community? yeah oh. Richard Iowade or Richard Iody or something I don't know Oh, he's. Funny. I don't know people he's funny He did, he did this movie called Submarine never heard of it it's some sort of weird indie movie I right hear about romance maybe gay romance even but I don't know I can't remember, honestly. But he does this show. He does this show, and I've always thought that you and Lex would like it. Because it's British humor. Yeah. And it's called Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Have I talked about this with you before? I don't know. Well, me and John watch it for the first episode of and You just said it. Dark Place. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's a spoof spoof on, um, like, hospital dramas. Oh, okay. It's a spoof on, like... Action shows and hospital dramas and stuff like that. So, Uh basically, the show itself is shot in this weird format where it's purposely old. It's an 80s show. And so, the actors play actors who are playing their characters. Okay, okay. Right? So, the main guy, I don't even know his name, but the main guy is this British dude who Who, in real life, for the show, he's playing a character named Garth Marenghi, who is a writer. He's basically like Stephen King, is what he is. He's written all these things that have been adapted to stuff, and his books are crap. But one of his books gets made into a show, and it's called Dark Place, and it's about hospitals and all this stuff. And so Garth Marenghi is playing uh, himself on the show, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Does that make sense? Okay, wait, wait. So... (laughs) So people are acting as, as actors, actors for this book that he wrote. Yeah, for a show, basically. for a show for this yeah. hospital show. Okay. So like they, they like do they so show they do so what happens hospital or whatever and then cut and they're like okay they so what, the, the way it wife. is is they they do interviews okay so like in the very opening thing you mean, like office style uh yes but it's like a black room like it's all black and they're sitting there and it's like yes when we shot this scene <laughs> okay. And it's hilarious. And it opens up, and he's like reading a part from his book, you know, and he's like, oh, yes. Um, basically, the show got run for six episodes and then it got canned. And basically, the reason now the show was pre- like premiering in like the mid 2000s or whatever, not premiering, but airing in the mid 2000s, was because due to the recession, like they needed to play shows that. You know they had in their vaults, yeah. so they were playing Dark Place like that, and so that's why they went back in and they cut in the interviews of like where they are now oh, and what the actors. When thought was of... it originally filmed? In the mid two thousands, but oh, okay. it's it's supposed to be eighties, yeah. yeah. But they filmed it in the mid two thousands, yeah. And what's hilarious? So one of my favorite comedic actors. Is that Richard Io Io8 guy? And I can't even say his last name, so how much of my favorite can he be? But I don't know. I just keep thinking of like the droid in Star Wars, and you're like Io8 or whatever, you know. There's that droid, bounty hunter droid, IG88. Yeah, He <laughs> keeps saying like Io8. <laughs> I keep thinking of him. Um, but so he's in it, and he plays like Garth Garth's boss. But anyway, the show is purposely shot bad with bad dialogue, bad special effects, bad acting. Uh-huh. Like, and one set, they're sitting there, and he's talking... Wait, the real show, or the, the fake show they're doing? The fake show they're doing. Okay. Because basically, it's just like they're airing the show, but they're cutting in interviews from, like, the current time. So, like, 20 years later, essentially. Okay. I did a bad job explaining it because I made it more complicated than it really is. It sounds aliens. really complex. It's not complicated. <laughs> but I do want to check it out. That's Basically, fun. they're like, we're digging into the vaults to play our show from the 80s. We've cut in interviews from the actors now so that you can enjoy it. Oh, and then they So then they I play see. it, and it's got, like, really bad intro, and then it's, like, a hospital drama where they get a new thing in, and the woman's like, and she's just, like, everyone's standing, and they're talking, and it's like, hi, I'm here for an interview. Oh, you aren't on the books. I'm here to talk to Garth and Garth comes out and he's all swagger you know and he's like this 80s action star guy who plays a doctor he's like hey I'm Garth Marenghi and she's like hi I'm Leslie or whatever I can't remember what her name is and he's like good uh and she's like I graduated blah 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 and he's like great you can get started right away for now I'll pay you out of my pocket You could probably use the extra money for hair and makeup or for (laughs) for clothes and makeup that's what he says it's like super sexist yeah um but the whole point of the show is it's a spoof on hospital dramas where garth merengue was also has a dark past and his dark past was practicing black magic (laughs) and years ago him and one of his other doctor buddies accidentally opened a portal to hell in one of these rooms. And ever since then, nothing at that hospital has ever quite been the same. And uh (laughs) so many layers. (laughs) It's hilarious. It's hilarious. And uh God, yeah, but that black the black comedic actor Richard Iowa or whatever He's funny because he plays Garth's boss, and in one scene, like, the cuts are purposely bad. He's holding the coffee mug in this hand, and then the next scene, it's, like, in this hand. <laughs> and he's constantly, like, he'll be talking to Garth over here, and he'll be, like, looking at the camera. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. Uh, so, So, the recession part is part of the show. So, they're like, oh, it's you know, early 2000s, we're in this recession, so we're going to air these shows. Yeah, the studio the studio needs to make money without spending yeah, money. Yeah, okay. We saved these shows. And then the, the, the interviews are the best part. But the interviews are only of present day. We're like, yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. So imagine, like... Sounds pretty a, awesome. A ma- it's hilarious. <laughs> and they go back through. And it's funny because Richard Iowin's, uh his interviews are the best because there's, like, a scene where... It gets really emotional or whatever. And he's like, I don't know if uh, Garth ever saw a person explode. But uh, I could tell that that scene meant a lot to him. It was important. Uh, there were tears shed on stage. Not by Garth, but by me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he's talking about stuff and he's like... he's like. Uh, He's like, when, when Garth approached me about doing this show, I told him, I'm not an actor. And he said, no, 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 that's great. We don't, uh, we don't need an actor. We need the truth. So, this is me. Oh, God, what's his name in the show? Um, oh, I'm doing this such a disservice. But he has, like, you know, his name of his character. So, uh, he's like, this is me playing this character. Not putting on an act. <laughs> Putting on the truth. <laughs> I'm just picturing the that bald guy from Arrested Development doing this, the like actor. Oh, oh yeah, the, the older dude. Yeah, the one that like can't go in his uh, or can't get full naked or something. Can't go full nude. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like I just need to. We need to pause this so I can show you just a quick cut. Can we do that? Yeah. Okay. Because it'll make so much more sense. Pause. We get pretty good. <clears throat> Uh, YouTube, but, like, on our TV, it's, like, built in, so... There you go. Well, now oh, Jason knows what we're, we're talking about. Yeah, Dark Place. <laughs> it looks pretty funny, yeah. I mean, what, all that's going to take two hours to watch this? Three yeah, episodes? if that, if that. Me and John watched the entire series for our first episode. I cut it down to just the first episode of Dark Place, because we talked a lot, but... Oh my God, like so funny. It's just cheesy. And and when you realize what it is, because at first when you watch it, you're like, no way, this is a real show. Until you get that it's a joke, you know, and you're right. in on it. Like, then it makes a lot more sense because you're like, oh, it's, it's intentional. It's, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I love it. And they talk about like one time they filmed an episode and it was like short of a full episode by 10 minutes. So they just did everything in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, sounds like writing a paper for school. <laughs> it's like, uh change the font size. Right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the reason I brought that up is because that the the black dude who plays Dean Lerner um, is connected to Community somehow. Yeah, he writes for oh. Community. He's funny. He's really funny. <clears throat> yeah, Community is a really funny show. Like they just do all these like themed episodes that are just hilarious. I mean. They did, like, a DND one that was great. They did a pillow fort one, which was funny, a paintball one, a zombie one. <laughs> My favorite one was... Uh, do you know the characters at all? Have you seen any of the... Episodes? It's been... A, I haven't really watched it, uh, you know, like I should. I've one. just seen it in passing. Well, Abed, the, like, Indian guy... Yeah. He uh, is, like, super nerdy and, like, talks really fast and everything. And... <clears throat> The, my favorite episode, I think, of all of them so far has been the one where they're all at uh, his house, I believe, eating pizza. Or no, they ordered pizza. And there's six, seven of them. Six? Seven. Six or seven of them around the table. I think seven. Eight. <laughs> Nine. <clears throat> no, there's definitely six seven, or seven. Seven. Because five. what they do, the doorbell rings, and it's like, oh, there's the pizza. Who's going to get it? And no one wants to go get it or something, so they're like, well, we're going to roll a die. <laughs> so Jeff, like the main character, he's like, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. And he, like, doesn't give himself a number, I think, or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they, like, roll the die. And so that episode splices off into all the results that die. Oh, that's hilarious. And it's a completely different, like, scenario the whole time, depending who gets chosen to go get the pizza. That's funny. That kind of reminds me of an episode of Futurama, where uh, the professor creates a what-if machine, and so, like, they go through the whole, like, scenario. Oh, because it all starts off, and and he has, like, this extra-long finger, and they're like, what's that? And he goes, it's my what-if machine, and he uses his extra-long finger to, like, press the button. Well, it turns out the invention he made was the (laughs) finglongner. And it just basically helps you point at things better or whatever. And it goes through all these what-if scenarios like and makes people's lives... Like, what if Fry didn't fall into the uh, cryogenic freezing? What if this didn't... Went out? that didn't happen? And then at the very end you realize that it's a what would life be like for the professor if he invented the Fing-Longner? <laughs> and he's just, like, watching the what-if machine to see what his life would be like if he invented the Fing-Longner. <laughs> uh, it's funny. It reminds me of that. Right. Yeah, see. It's the whole thing. It's like a Inception type thing. Yeah. That's funny, I'd have to I'll have to watch that community episode. Yeah, I'm sure if you just Google like parallel, dice roll, let me see if I can just pull it up real quick. I'm sure. It's a community parallel universe dice roll episode? Whatever. Remedial Chaos Theory. That yeah. must be the episode name. Yeah. Let's decision who gets the pizza rest on the roll of the dice, <laughs> 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 leaving Abed to contemplate six alternate realities. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's like, uh, did you ever hear that joke from uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson interviewed the guy behind the comedian behind the uh, Twitter account, the Tweet of God, who and he tweets as though he's God. No. And then Neil deGrasse Tyson's like, "Well, you've in- you created infinite universes," and God's like, "What? No, I didn't." And he's like, "Yeah, you- surely you did." And he goes, "No, I just created six parallel universes." And Neil deGrasse Tyson goes, "Oh, well, like what? What's different about them? Like, is the gravitational cut?" And he goes, "No, no, no, everything's the same except for which friend star goes on to be the most famous." <laughs> 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 which is hilarious to think about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh. That's fine. Man, you know, I say this all the time, dude. You know what show you need to watch? Adventure Time. Oh. thought you were going to say, uh, True Detective, because I started that. Oh, did you? Yeah. How far are you? Just one episode in. Oh, how did you stop? When did you start? Uh, last week. How, what? I stopped. Because I bought The Last of Us, and I played that for a week and beat it. Okay, well, yeah. it's kind of excusable. Yeah. How did, god. oh my god. Game is so good. Kane started watching that right at the same time you did. Yeah, I remember, well, because he, he said You watched it in one else, day. <laughs> yeah, you were saying, like, your boss or, your, well, your old boss or whatever. Oh, yeah, Brian, yeah, he was like. Did the same thing. He was like, hey, I watched that True Detective show. It's really good. He watched them all, basically, like, oh my god. I don't know how you stopped after episode one. That's insane. Um, I, don't know. I mean, I, I guess... wasn't like immediately like, oh, let's start the next one. I just sorry. What do you I understand that you had Last of Us to play, but don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I did. But what did what did you, you think though? Like overall, like what are your first takes on episode one? Spoilers uh, for Two Detective episode uh, one. Yeah, just episode one here. That's all I've seen. So, Rhett won't be given any spoilers for the rest. Or I'll <laughs> tell you how it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I will <laughs> tell you, season two sucks. It does? It's dumb. Aw, man, I had high hopes for the cast on that one. Well, we'll see. It's only episode two so far, so... Um... Yeah, I mean, I I guess, like, I'm interested. I I wanted to watch it again last night, but we ended up not. And, uh... I mean, most of my nights have been pretty full. So I I played... We watched it, and then, like, the following week, I played The Last of Us. And then I had my card night, and then... I don't remember what happened... Saturday night the heck don't know but Sunday we did uh, we went to the comedy show Eddie Izzard yeah <clears throat> funny um, and then Monday and Tuesday I was playing I started up playing Borderlands 2 so last night was the first time I suggested watching it again but we didn't for some reason I don't know uh, Lex isn't that hooked into it either so I, think but, it's I mean I like it I definitely want to see the rest uh, I I don't know I'm not pulled to it really like I'm interested to find out what's happened. For me, that was the main driving thing was I wanted to know the mystery right, especially right from the get go, because it's like even from episode one, you can definitely tell that there's something going on and it's kind of bizarre. That's like, yeah, that
1: they're, they're being interviewed cops, like, like 15 years later.
0: later. Yeah, and. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I mean, it kind of reminds me, you know, of uh, Serial, where they're, like, yeah, that's, trying to dig up, you know, information about a case 15 years old. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of, too. Well, that's what Serial reminded me of a lot of. true you have to detective, be detective first. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and so uh, the mystery was the main driving force. You know what they did right over season two? gave you the body within the first, like, five minutes, right? They gave you the dead you body. Season one. Oh, I yeah. mean, no, it's season one did, right? Yeah. Yeah, season two, the <laughs> body was the very last thing they showed you in the first episode. And I was wow, like, thanks. I almost don't even... Thanks. Just shut up. <laughs> season two, episode one spoiler, right there for you. We told our listeners it would only be a season one, episode one. I'm not spoiling anything. I haven't said shit. I haven't even said the <laughs> actors who are in it. Well, that part's easy to see. Just yeah. Watch a commercial. I haven't said anything except you know that they're going to follow like the same conventional conventions. It's just like yeah. Just like American horror story at that point. Like when are you going to get into the the meat of like what makes American horror story American <clears throat> horror story? Yeah. Hopefully episode 1. It's like that with all seasons of American horror story. True detective centers around murder. A murder mystery. Yeah. You get the body at the end of episode one for season two. You get the body in the first five minutes of season one. Yeah. Like like that. You know, I was it took me a minute to get into it to begin with. I didn't I, I can say this, I didn't like the way they started the show actually. How did they start it? They started it, I believe, with Woody talking. In the interview? Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was just a lot of talking and i'm just sitting there trying to piece together what's happening based on just what he's saying and i'm like you know you're kind of lost cuz you don't know what's happening yet you don't it's like when you start reading a book and they start oh uh, you're one of those i am like especially in a the number one writing advice i always hear from people is don't start in the middle of dialogue like don't start in the middle of like you know well, they call cuz they call it like white room syndrome i don't mind dialogue at the start of a book sometimes i don't know <clears throat> i certainly don't Need like a whole lot of here's the scene, here's all this, here's all this. Like, I kind of hate actually, maybe it's a little different for books and, and shows and whatnot, but for a book, I hate starting a chapter. I don't know about the start of a book, start of a book is always kind of hit or miss, but I hate starting a chapter where they're talking about things happening. Where they haven't said what characters involved, like you can, it'll do. It'll sometimes be like a yeah. page or two. And yeah, they like, call that the white I, room syndrome. Oh, yeah. I hate it so much because I'm just like I don't, I don't have a perspective yet on what's going on. People yeah. say the only book that has ever gotten away with it successfully is Ender's Game by oh, Orson Scott Card. I that movie is so good. Well, the very opening scene is white room syndrome, where you have characters who are never named or anything talking to each other about Ender. Okay, and then. That ends, and then you get into the meet with Ender and all of the stuff he goes in. Yeah, the, the book's great. I, I read it in a day, because it was like, just page-turner. Yeah, seems really good. Um, But yeah, they say, don't do that. That's interesting, though, because I actually, I like that. I like, because I, I love... For the book or for the show? For sh- both. Oh. I, I love being <clears throat> dropped in the middle of something and having to figure it out. I do for, I almost for hate, a almost in book, but... I, I almost hate going to the movies anymore, because I'm like, oh, I have to, like go through the boring like, let's get to know you stage of the movie. Like, I just want, that's why I loved t- flipping channels and starting a movie right from the middle. Like, I've seen so many movies that I love. The first time I saw them, I saw from the middle. Like, 45 minutes in, you know, like. Yeah. Fast and the Furious, the first time I saw it was like that. which Oh gosh, th- you could jump in anywhere. That exactly! Birthday. Sahara, first time I saw it was like that. Yeah. Gone in 60 Seconds, first time I saw it was like that. Um, it's just a lot of movies because it's like I don't really care about the problems like I'd rather figure it out I don't know it's just <sighs> well I, I don't mind that either but I feel like they didn't do that with the show they don't drop you into the middle of something going on like they don't drop you in while they're doing it. well river, it's not action yeah, it's they, not action but they they it's a conversation you dialogue, that you're so it's almost like yeah, it's almost like you're just sitting there contemplating what is being said and they're not utilizing the, the visual aspect of the show that much well I like looking at it and I'm like why is he bald why is he doing why is he being questioned? Why is what is his conversation? Well, yeah, with? once they switched back and forth, then I kind of was piecing it together. But they didn't they started out with just him talking. Well, they did need to start in the modern time. Yeah. That made sense because it's like otherwise if you if you found out it was like a framed narrative story after like you'd be like are they having flashbacks or Yeah, you'd going, be like what the fuck. But it works that. better when you you find out it's like oh, they're telling a story. Yeah. And then you go into it. And then Pretty much, yeah. Once I saw, once I saw the body and like the strangeness of the murder, I was pretty much hooked. The, I will admit, yeah. I guess the Woody Herald, that opening thing, like, yeah, that's a little strong. I think it well, comes off I, a little... I kept like trying to just figure out what was going on based on the words, and in the end, I was kind of just like, I'm just gonna let the show do what it's doing and try to, yeah, you know, connect with me. Without trying to digest everything he's saying and try to figure it all out right here, but then I'm like, well, what he's saying right now is just wasted then, because I'm not going to know what he's talking about. So hopefully it's not important. Probably not. They wouldn't put it at the beginning of yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's what I just kind of came to. it was just kind of frustrating for me trying to piece it together until I finally just let it go and I was like, whatever, it doesn't matter. He's he's a good somewhere. actor though. Like even in that beginning scene, like. <clears throat> Just the way he... Yeah, both of them are good. Oh God, just the way he even, like, commands the camera, like, just just standing there delivering a monologue, basically. Like, so great. Yeah. But, yeah, for me, yeah, it was the mystery. And then, driven by, like, their strange relationship they have. Yeah. Like, both of them are super magnetic actors. And, like, just the way they portrayed everything. Yeah, it was just... Uh, The best performances, like, of that year. But not only that, like, they're together. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my gosh. So good. It gets better. Well, I'm not saying it was bad. Yeah. I I think, honestly, for me, it's, like, the first four or five episodes are, like, really good. And then it's, like, six and seven slow down a little bit. And then 8 is, like, really good. Like, 6 and 7 are still great. But, like, those first episodes, like, especially, like, with the meat <clears throat> of the mystery, like, it's just... It just propels you forward. Yeah. i will maybe we'll watch some more tonight. Especially because most of our shows are off for the summer, so it's been nice. Man, I don't know how you stopped after that first episode. Because it has, like, the best closing line of any, like, first episode I've ever seen of a show. I think because it was, like, 11.30. Oh, that can be. I just love that. Like, for me, it was like, I was like, well, maybe we could watch, you know, this one's going to end in a few minutes, and then it goes through, you know, Matt McConaughey's little spiel, and they, they flat out come out, you know, and they're like, yeah, well, we've had another murder that matches the one that you guys investigated, and he's like, oh, I see, so... You want my opinions? and blah 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 blah, and they, he leads them through this whole thing, and they're like, "Yeah." And then he throws the file on the ground, and he's like, "Then why don't you start asking the right fucking yeah. questions?" And I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yes," and I was like, "Honey, we're watching the next one." <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. He play he pulls that like intellectual character off so well, too. Yeah, and he's just sitting there smoking and drinking, and <sighs> yeah. <laughs> he's and, like, he's like, "Well, you're gonna get me some beer." Because that's what I do at 3 p.m. <laughs> stopping that for you boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, so good. And he like kind of knows what they're willing to do because like he was a cop, so it's like I know that's like the best <laughs> dynamic too. He's like, I know your strategy. <laughs> it. Yeah. I yeah. I wish I could talk about it more, but I don't. Uh, I want to spoil know, too I'll, much. I have to watch some more for next time because there's some really good like like Woody Harrelson has some like really good like exchanges like that in the with the cops you know it's just like I don't know and it's like guys these guys were good cops too and you're trying to give them like you know what I mean like Woody Harrelson and Matthew we were good cops and you're trying to like work your little two-bit cop tricks on them. like <laughs> yeah I don't know but it's just funny too and what's <clears throat> oh <I> just, <laughs> okay Watch them all tonight. We'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> all tonight. Not kidding. It's only seven hours. No, I'll just start right now. It's one o'clock. It's like watching a whole anime. Which, by the way, did you see that they uh, did the Berserk movies on Netflix? Have you seen those? Oh. It's literally the same as the anime, but I think the anime is better. Wait. Oh, they made they just crunched the shows into movie versions. Huh. Yeah, like better animation, but it's the same story. Uh, yeah, they took out some really key parts. I watched it, and it's, it's weird English? because you can put Japanese. It's all it's the same voice actors, I think oh, okay, too. Okay, okay. Like I like I can't you, watch remember Bazuso Basu, <clears throat> from the first episode, or no, no, no uh, that's the second episode actually. Uh, which one's he, Bazuso? Bazuso, <clears throat> the guy that guts kills in the first episode. The, the big like, guy, the, yeah. Okay, yeah. First, a my he's like axe. the skinny guy, yeah, okay. Oh, he's big, he's not skinny. No, 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 I had Guts is skinny at that point. Yeah. Guts. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, well, I noticed right away that that wasn't the same voice actor, but it sounds like Guts has the same voice actor, it sounds like Griffith. or Japanese? Both, as far as I can tell. Detectable? I've seen Berserk probably seven or eight times. No, no, no I'm saying... In Japanese mean, and English. But you watched the movie in both Japanese and English. Yes, Okay. <laughs> yeah, I went through like h- half and half. Like I kind of went back and forth to see sometimes. Like... Yeah. Yeah, because when you got the discs, you start watching it in English sometimes. But that's one I definitely have to watch in Japanese. Mm. Uh, I will say that there are certain animes. There's something to be said about the English. There's some really, really talented uh, voiceover actors for anime. Uh, that like Towa are... Bebop right? And they do pretty good. Ah, production. dude, like he's my favorite. One of my favorite voice actors. Like a lot of people make fun of it for being a little overly cartoony. Can The voice acting oh, for voice English. Acting. Well, that's that's my complaint for most of the animes done in English. Yeah, but uh, for me, the I like it because the two voice actors, the for Spike and for Faye, those are like my two favorite American anime voice actors. Oh. Uh, Spike, who is played by um, Steve Bloom. Who now does voices like in everything? his voice everywhere. He's the voice of like the guy in Company of Heroes when you're playing the Americans, and it's like the Huns are attacking our base. That's Spike from, yeah. And then she uh, does a lot of other voice uh, in animes and other stuff. She plays one of my favorite. Um, you've seen Fully Coolie, yeah? The chick in that. Is also her, I think. Faye and her are the same voice in English. Oh, okay. But she does such a great job of like catching like the like cattishness and the whimsicalness of that show with that character. Like, it's just so good. It's great in Japanese too. Like, I like Fuli Coolie in Japanese, but she's almost worth it for English. I don't know. I'm a yeah. I don't. Yeah, I just have a hard time because of the childishness. I don't know. Beck is one that needs to be watched in Japanese. For sure. Yeah. Like, I like I like the English a- voice acting in that, but you miss a lot, like, especially because there's, like, multiple languages in that show. Right, yeah, you'll actually have some American yeah. in there, so how does that... Yeah, there's a scene in English where they talk to each other in English, and yeah. it's like, oh, you're American? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> 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 If you're listening yeah. to English, and then it flips over to English, yeah. and you're like, what? <laughs> yes. Um... But, yeah, I'm just, I don't what know, there's... I'm talking about animes, um, oh, animes, that reminds me, I was, uh, playing cards on Friday, and this guy had a playmat, it was this, uh, uh, of an anime. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, no. What? And he started talking about it, and he said it's for a different card game. An anime card game. Yu-Gi-Oh. No. Pokemon. No, stop. <laughs> this is like nothing you've ever heard of. <clears throat> How do you know? Because he described it. Okay. So, ah, oh, it's kind of mind-blowing. So he said, they, they've only printed, what it is, is the card game is animes. Not one anime, Animes. Okay. So, like, he said they've only printed, like, eight of them over here in America or something. Uh, But this guy was, like, Japanese or something. I don't know if he's from there and whatnot, but he was definitely, like, Asian. Of Asian descent. Yeah. So I don't know if he's from there or from here or what. But he said in Japan they've got a ton of them, like, all these different animes. And here they've only printed so many and whatnot. But basically, you, like, make a deck out of, like, an anime that you like, and you, like, play against somebody else who's playing a deck of a different anime. Oh, that's kind of cool. But it's the same card game, so it'd be like it'd be like playing a card, like a game, and you're like, "Oh, here's my characters. I've got Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker," and they're like, "Well, here's my characters. I've got um, the Highlander." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Or like, you know, "I've got King Arthur and Lancelot. Let's go!" Like that is kind of cool. It's like so weird and different. I that's to check bizarre. It out. Part of me is uncomfortable <clears throat> with that, but part of me is intrigued. I'm really intrigued. I'm like, "What?" That's pretty cool. It's interesting because obviously, like you and I are both like pretty big fans of animes. Like we've seen a lot of animes, we've watched a lot. Yeah. But it's weird because um, I don't really consider myself an anime fan that much. Like I definitely can't talk about anime with like the yeah, freaking like buffs. the yeah. otaku, like the otaku nerds. Like uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah, the, right. the, the like real we're just, anime. We're just buffs. scratching the surface, and they're all like like basically they're like yeah. the... I mean, it's weird because I feel like I really I really love certain animes and certain art styles and certain, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, um, like all the uh, Miyazaki films, right? Uh, is that his name? The guy who does, like, Studio Ghibli, like... What? The guy who does Studio Ghibli, Spirited Away, Ponto... What? The most famous freaking like anime movie studio in the entire world oh never heard of it kiki's delivery service princess mononoke howl's moving castle are these shows they're movies oh wizard of earth <laughs> He does do an adaptation. See, this is why I can't even have a talk with with you about anime sometimes, like, or other people, because I'm just not good at it. I guess you're just not of the generation. But I feel like you would be, because a lot of those movies, like, I think Princess Mononoke was up for, like, a freaking Academy Award. Where was it aired on? It's a movie! Yeah. It was aired in the movie theater! But I mean, where would I have had exposure to it? On TV or. No. All my anime exposure is just from I think they're, like, people. co-published by Disney. Like, any anime like, exposure I have is just from people saying, oh, I should check these out, and then I went and downloaded the series. I think they're co-published by Disney. When you go to the store <clears throat> and you look at Disney movies, it's, like, the Studio Ghibli movies and the Disney movies and then the Pixar movies. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, they're I mean, just Marvel. known for, like, a very... Yeah. <laughs> and they're just Star known Wars. for a very specific, like, art style, and they're very well-done movies. Like, Spirited Away was an amazing movie. Huh. Princess Mononoke, I'm almost 100% sure was up for an Oscar. Like as you know, as an animated movie. Um yeah, what, you should see some of these because they're great and they're all kid friendly because they're all kid movies. Huh. Howl's Moving Castle is about a wizard, I'll who, check. Ha- who has a castle that exists in four different places at once. Oh, that sounds cool. It is cool. Look, I'm just saying. And then there's like weird wizard battles at the end where he like shapeshifts into strange creatures. Netflix had a bunch of anime on for a while. Are they getting some back? Yeah, that's where I saw the Berserk one. So I was going through like Naruto on there again. Don't. Why not? It doesn't get better. Oh, I wasn't watching Everybody... it for the new stuff. I was watching it for the stuff I liked. I told, I told Cody this when he was watching Naruto. I was like, it doesn't get better. Like, after, like, the, uh, when he's trying for his, like, next rank ninja stuff, and they do the battles and That's everything. That's where I was watching. Yeah, it's amazing, okay? Right? It doesn't I ever know. get better. And then you're constantly chasing, like, the, when is it gonna get to yeah. that good climax again? And there's some cool stuff. Some cool He learns to summon the toad. Uh, he learns Sasuke to. And him. Yeah, okay. Sure. Doesn't ever get yeah. better. No, I wasn't planning on watching it anywhere past there. I just wanted to watch The Glory Days. Yeah. And I did. Oh man, those fights in the arena or whatever when they were fighting for their first rank. Yeah, that's my favorite true. guy is still. We're pretty much out of time here, but my favorite guy is still. Uh, uh, the guy, uh, the like super smart guy who uses his shadow magic, like yeah. to, to control people, and he's just like, "Oh, this is too much work. Uh, I don't want to do that. It's a lot. That's, that's a lot of effort." <laughs> Just like yeah, he's always so lazy about it because he doesn't. It's interesting <clears throat> how popular Naruto was. Uh, I remember going to like colleges, but it's oh, man, I just don't like those shows that run. That yeah, like uh, what was the other one? In- bleach, Inuyasha, Inuyasha bleach, bleach, Naruto. I was talking to someone about Bleach today because he had yeah. like Bleach sleeves for his card or something. Yeah, was it was like, cool oh, a for show. a little, like the first ninety episodes. Yeah, no, one twenty I think was where, it, like when there was a big epic fight when they were up in like that heaven area or whatever, and there was a huge fight, and he like. That's where they should have ended it. And yeah. that's where I stopped. You know what else ruined? <laughs> well, I didn't it was? Stop, yeah. Death Note was another prime example of a perfect twenty-six episode anime that they decided to ruin with another twelve episodes. That's too bad. A perfect twenty-six episode. So, yeah, arc. like perfect. twenty to forty is pretty good. I mean, Full Metal Alchemist went to like forty-eight, I think. And still, uh, fifty-two like, I think. or something. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. That, <clears throat> no, that was good. But you know what's a bummer about that? Is it still leaves you with questions. Yeah. And you have to like watch the movies and shit but yeah no Fullmetal Alchemist was good but also a little disappointing the first 25 episodes were really good and then the next 25 it episodes black, were yeah, kind of weak they were yeah <clears throat> um yeah I think for me like the best animes are those like you know the the 24 Berserk 26 episodes like, Berserk is one of my favorites yeah. um Beck was right on there I think oh yeah Beck's really good yeah that was another one uh Cowboy Bebop of course yeah. uh Neon Genesis Evangelion which is the best anime yeah, yeah. it's the <clears> best <throat> anime made. <clears throat> <clears throat> and people, <throat> are like, people are like people are like why do you like 90s anime And I'm like because it was the golden age for anime. Sorry that you I get this like computer generated tribe. crap. I just can't I can hardly stand watching anime anymore because like I don't like I just don't like the way it is anymore with I don't know. If an anime can hook me and if it's a modern anime with the art style and stuff nowadays, it's like pretty impressive. Yeah, because I'm picky. And I just like the hand drawn stuff. Yeah, I, it's I don't like, ah, You know what I mean? <clears throat> like I used to like Gundam Wing, which is old school. That was like 80s. Um, and then some of the some of the other takes they did with the Gundam stuff was cool. But yeah. You need to watch Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. I mean it's the best anime ever made. Sorry. I know Cody kept trying to get me to come over and watch it. He loved it. He was probably trying to get in my pants. Probably <laughs> weren't we all? But, but anyway. anyway, we got to get back to work. It's been the yeah. lunch break for Andy Bros. Welcome back, Jason. Welcome back, Brett. Thank you. Good talk. Till next week. Outro.